Over the last few weeks, we discussed the name of Mashiach. The Gemara says that the Dvei Shiloi, the Yeshiva of Shiloi, says that the name of Mashiach is Shiloi. The Yeshiva of Yanai says the name is Yinoin. The Yeshiva of Chanina says Chanina Shemoi, his name is Chanina. And each one brings a proof from a verse proving that that is the name of Mashiach. We now continue with the fourth name of Mashiach. The Gemara goes on to say, And there are those that say, Menachem ben His name is Menachem, the son of Shenemar, As it says in the book of Echa, it says in the book of Lamentations, because it is very distant from me, Menachem, who will restore my soul and he will comfort my soul. From here we see that the name of Mashiach is Menachem. To understand this on five levels, Pshat, Remez, Drur, and First and foremost, Pshat. The simple interpretation, if you look into the verse that the Gemara brings, it seems to be counterintuitive. Because on one hand we believe Mashiach is coming every day. I await his coming all day long. And yet, on the other hand, the Gemara brings a proof from Eicha, written by Jeremiah, right before the destruction of the first holy temple. That Menachem, the Mashiach, is far from me. So how do we reconcile these two ideas? And the answer is that Jeremiah, Yirmiyahu Anavi, wrote this before the Churban Beis Amikdash, before the destruction of the first holy temple. However, that was 2,500 years ago. Now, surely, after the first temple and the second temple, and the fact that already there are so many proofs, as the Gemara says, that all the datelines of Mashiach have already passed, because Mashiach has to come already today. So all we need from this Pasuk is to prove that the name of Mashiach is Menachem. And on the contrary, he's very close. Hayoim is coming today. So this is the Pshat, the simple interpretation of the word Menachem, the name Menachem from Mashiach. For Menachem means to comfort. He will comfort the, the entire generation. What is the remez, the hint? The Alter Rebbe tells us that the reward of Mashiach will be according to the actions throughout the days of exile. And therefore, if we want God to bring us Menachem, if we want God to bring us consolation and comfort, then we must do everything in our power today, the last few seconds of Golos, to bring Menachem, to bring comfort to other people. This is by helping those who are in the hospital, those who are homebound, to give charity to the poor. And similarly, when we go to visit someone, God forbid, who lost a relative or a close member of the family, to pay them a shiva call and to give them nechama. And therefore, the remez, the hint is that just like we give others nechama, we give others comfort, so too God will give the entire world comfort through the coming of Mashiach. It's interesting to note that the terminology that we use when we go to a home of 
a mourner. Is Hamokoim, Yenachim, Eschem, Besoich, Sha'ar, Eveli, Tzioin, Virushaloyim. May God comfort you amongst the mourners of Zion and Jerusalem. Comes the question to mind if we are going to visit someone living in Europe or someone living in America, why would we say you should be comforted like the mourners of Zion and Jerusalem? But the answer is that there are three very important lessons that we derive from this. As the Rebbe explains in a letter to the former Prime Minister, Arik Sharon, the Rebbe explains that the reason why we bring in Tzioin, Zion, and Jerusalem is because, number one, every Jew is connected to Zion and Jerusalem. If, God forbid, something happens bad over there, the entire Jewish nation, regardless where you find yourself, feels the pain and the suffering. And similarly, if there's a victory in Zion and Jerusalem, throughout the entire world, every Jew feels that connection. Even a Jew who never came to visit Jerusalem or Israel. The same is true, we tell a mourner, you should know, that that spouse, or God forbid, that parent, or that relative that you lost, that loss to you is also a loss to me. Even though I never met that person, even though perhaps I never knew that person, just like Tzion Yerushalayim, Zion and Jerusalem, has a very deep, important, and holy place in my heart, the same is true that person that you lost, has a very holy and important place in my heart. And just like you feel that loss, so too I feel that loss. Number two is, the loss of Zion and Jerusalem, the destruction of the first temple and second temple, was only physical. But the Shekhinah, the divine presence, remains forever and ever. The same is true, we tell a mourner, you should know that this person who died is like Tzir and Yerushalayim. Only the physical body has been lost. But the neshama, the soul, lives on forever and is eternal. And thirdly, just like Tzion Yerushalayim is only a temporary loss, because we hope and pray every day that today Mashiach will come and rebuild Jerusalem, the same is true that the loss of this individual person is only temporary, because after Mashiach comes, those who lie in the dust will rise and sing. There will be the resurrection of the dead, and therefore these people are going to come back. And therefore the loss is only temporary. It's not an eternal loss. And this is what God tells us every day, that Mashiach will come, and he will restore all of these losses. This is the Remes. What is the Drush? What is the Hamaletics? The Maral of Prague says something very interesting. and makes two very important points pertaining to the fourth name of Mashiach. Says the Maral that when it comes to the first three names of Mashiach, it says the Vey, which means the Yeshiva of Shiloh, the Yeshiva of Yanai, the Yeshiva of Kharina, say this is the name. When it comes to Menachem, we don't find there's a Yeshiva. On the contrary, it says V'yesh Emrim, there are those who say. Comes the question to mind, why do we say simply V'yesh Emrim, there are those who say. Who are those? Who are those who say? Who are they? Furthermore, by the other three names, we only give one name. Shiloi, Yinoin, Chanina. When it comes to Menachem, we say Menachem ben Chizkia is his name. Why do we have also the name of the father? And the Meral goes on to explain 
that in truth the first three names that is given by the Gemara represents Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he goes on to explain how Shiloi represents Yaakov because Shiloi means that everything will become his. He will become the ruler of the entire world. He will be in control of everything, human and animal life. And that is like Yaakov Avinu. He goes on to say that Yanai or Yinoin represents Avraham, which is chesed, kindness. He will bring kindness to the world. And that Hanina represents Yitzchak, for Yitzchak represents this, this grace. As we know that all who heard the name Yitzchak laughed. So the first three names represent Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. And therefore we could put our finger on it. We could put our finger on the pulse. We can understand what they're going to bring to the table, what they're going to accomplish. When it comes to Menachem, however, he says this is something which is very secretive. This is concealed. This is hidden. This is beyond our comprehension. Because what does it mean that Menachem is going to bring comfort to the entire world? What does it mean he's going to restore all the money that was lost? What does it mean he's going to rebuild all the friendships? What does it going to mean he's going to restore all the relationships? What does it mean he's going to bring back all the family members that were lost, and all the pain and all the suffering to bring understanding and rationalization for every challenge and hardship and loss that we had throughout history. This is something that the human mind cannot comprehend. And therefore, it is really something that is hidden. And this is underscored by the fact that there are those who say, and we don't know who those are. We don't know who they are. Because it is beyond our grasp, beyond our comprehension. It is something that is truly hidden. Something which is totally misunderstood and could not be understood until Mashiach will come. And this is also the meaning of Menachem ben Chizkiah. Because he will bring comfort and consolation. And also Chizkiah means Chizuk. He will bring encouragement and strength to all those who have suffered throughout all the days of exile and throughout the entire history of the world. This is the meaning of Menachem ben Chizkiah according to the Drush, according to the homiletics. What is Soid? What is the esoteric, the Kabbalah? In the Medrash we find on Echad Rabbah, it says that Rabbi Shua ben Levi says that the name of Mashiach is actually Tzemach. Rabbi Yudin says the name of Mashiach is Menachem. Comes along Rabbi Hanina and says there's no argument here. Menachem is Tzemach and Tzemach is Menachem. How do we see this? Because the gematria of Menachem and the gematria of Tzemach are the same, which is 138. What does Tzemach mean? Tzemach means to grow, to sprout. When you put a seed in the ground and the seed decays, and the seed disintegrates, it then grows. And the same is true that it's only after through Golos, after exile, after difficulties and challenges, that we will see the Geula, the redemption, will grow. And it will grow much greater than before. And this will be the ultimate Menachem, this will be the ultimate cancellation. What does Hasidus say? To begin with a story, a famous story, that is brought down in the Medrash. The Medrash says that 
when Jerusalem was destroyed during the Churban Besamikdash, there was a Jew that was plowing the field. And all of a sudden, his cow bellowed, his cow lowed. And an Arab neighbor told him, Aha, you heard that? You know what that means? It means that Jerusalem has been destroyed. The temple was destroyed. A few moments later, again, the cow lowed. Again, the cow bellowed. And then the Arab said, Aha, you know what that means? That the Savior of Israel was just born at this moment. Comes the question to mind, if the Savior of Israel was born at this moment, then he's a baby. How could he save the Jewish people? And so the Rebbe explains that the meaning of the Savior of Israel being born at the time of the destruction, which is Tisha B'Av, the ninth day of Av, does not literally mean that he's a baby, but rather this is his birthday. And according to Kabbalah, according to tradition, on a day of a person's birthday, Mazole Goiver, his mazel, his luck is very powerful. And therefore, on the day of the Churban Bayis Rishain, the Churban Bayisheni, on the day of the destruction of the first temple and the second temple, this is the day that the opportunity for Mashiach to come is greater than every other day. But in truth, every single day is opportune. Every single day we have to hope and believe that Mashiach is coming today. And this is the meaning of Menachem. Menachem means to comfort. It's true Mashiach will be a king. It is true he will teach Torah to the entire world. It is true that in his day we will find tremendous wealth and grace in the world. However, most importantly, Moshiach will bring closure to all the pain and suffering and all the hardships and all the challenges and all the losses that we have endured throughout our lives and throughout the days of exile. And so Menachem is spelled Mem Nun Ches Final Mem. The final mem is a closed box from all four sides. Chassidus explains, when God created the world, he created the world with the letter Bez, Beratius, in the beginning. And all the commentaries ask, why did the Torah begin with a Bez, not an Aleph? One of the answers that is given is that when God created the world, he created the world only from three sides. He left the fourth side open. The fourth side, which is suffering which is the north, is the place where evil can come and enter, when the evil inclination can come and enter, when the enemies of the Jewish people can come in and enter. And therefore there's the possibility, there's the opportunity for sin, the opportunity for pain, the opportunity for destruction. But Mashiach will bring closure to the fourth side, and therefore no longer will evil be able to penetrate, no longer will the enemy be able to enter. No longer will the Yitzharah, the evil inclination, come and challenge us with all of these hardships and temptations. There will be a complete closure to all of pain, suffering, and chaos. And so Menachem is the name of Mashiach because Menachem represents the ultimate cure, the ultimate blessing. As the Rebbe says that when Mashiach will come, he will bring an answer to all the pain and suffering from the very beginning of time up until this very date. But more than that, it will be closure from all additional pain. And 
true comfort and consolation for all humankind. And so this is the, the final name of Mashiach, the fourth name of Mashiach, which is Menachem. And as we explained numerous times, that in the word Mashiach, Mashiach is spelled Mem, Shin, Yudenches. This represents all of these four names that the Gemara hints to in the tractate of Sanhedrin. The Mem of Mashiach is Menachem, and then the Shin is Shiloi, the Yud is Yinoin, and the Ches is Chanina. Because in truth, Mashiach will encompass and he will personify all of these great qualities. But the ultimate quality will be closure to all destruction, to all pain, to all war. And so to conclude with the following story and teaching, which was taught and given over by the Kloisenberger Rebbe, and I heard this from Rabbi Yossi, Yosef, Yosef Yitzchak Jacobson, we are told in the book of Psalms, Hashem Yisper B'chsev Amin, in Psalm number 87, which is recited on the 17th day of the month, because every day one should recite to heal him, and one completes the entire book of Psalms throughout the entire month, and this brings blessing and closure and all of the needs that one requires throughout their daily life. And in the Psalm of Pezayim, Psalm 87, it says, Hashem Yisrael that Almighty God counts by the calendars of the nations of the world. But it means also that Hashem Yisrael as follows. The Kloisenberger Rebbe says that when Mashiach will come, he will go to every Jewish community. He will go to the rabbi of the community. He will go to the president of the community. He will say, no, we got to gather all the Jews together. We got to bring them to Jerusalem. Tell me, give me a list of all the Jews over here. So first and foremost, the president will take out his computer and he will go and, and write down all the paying members of the synagogue. It's going to be a very short list because most of the people haven't paid. Mashiach is going to say, that's it. It's a big, giant community. So many Jews walking in the streets. This is the entire list. He says, yeah, these are only the paying members. I'm not giving you the other names. He'll go to the next community. He'll say, give me a list of all the Jews over here. Oh, what kind of Jews do you want? I'm only going to give you a list of the Jews with the long pays and the long beards. I'm not going to give you the list of the other Jews. He goes to a third community. He says, give me a list of all the Jews. Oh, only the nice people here. Only those people who I like. Only those people who have the same philosophical outlook. Only those people who voted for the same president that I voted for. Those are the people I will give you the list. And so Mashiach will go from community to community to community. And after all the lists of all the communities, he's going to have very few numbers. He's going to turn to Almighty God. He'll say, God, where are all the Jews? You told me I have a job to bring in all the Jews from all four corners of the world. And I see a very little number of people. God tells Mashiach, you know what? Hashem Amim. I know how to find out where the Jews are. I will go to the nations of the world. They know every single Jew. They have records of every Jew. They know where they live. They know where they work. They know their telephone numbers, their cell numbers, their, their email, their WhatsApps, because they are keeping track of every single Jew. We don't need to be reminded, Rahmanul Litzlan, God forbid, what happened during World War II how the Nazis had the address of every single Jew. And so God says, Hashem Yisrael if you want to know where the Jews live, if you want to know where the Jews are found, 
you go to the nations of the world. And that is the meaning Hashem Yisper And so, my dear friends, we shouldn't have to wait for the nations of the world to remind us that we are Jewish. We should be proud to be Jewish. We should walk with the Yambaka and the Kippah. And we should put a mezuzah on our doorpost. And we should put on tefillin every day. And we should light those Shabbos candles. And we should show Almighty God and the rest of the world that we are Atta B'chaton B'kola Amin, that God has chosen us from all the nations of the world. And we are truly the Ergoyim, that we are here to bring a light onto the nations of the world. Starting with our own families and ourselves. And then our neighbors, and then our communities, and then the world at large. So we hope and pray by talking about the four names of Mashiach, and learning about the four names of Mashiach, and desiring and yearning and praying for the four names of Mashiach. Hashem will bless us that we will see Hayoim today, the coming of Mashiach speedily in our days.